Uh, Brittany's here, guys. Brittany Meyer is here. Yeah, hey. Brittany. Hey. What's hey. up? Hey, glad to join you all. This is pretty cool. Yeah, this yeah. is, uh, I'm, we're all huddled in my kitchen here. This is Master Dating. Um, this is a dating comedy podcast. And basically, we don't really have a specific set of things we talk about. We usually have a couple questions we ask the guests, and then we kind of just like free flow it. Um, but I don't know if you've met everyone here. This is Devin Middleton. Hello. Hey. His voice doesn't sound like that all the time. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. We were on a show together last week, but we didn't get to meet. Oh, we did? Shithole? Yeah, we were a shithole. Oh, okay. Oh, isn't that... Whoa, what'd you do? I'm sorry. Stand up. Yeah. You did stand up? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You were there when I was with my girlfriend. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Girlfriend. Which we just so, yeah, we just updated got just to unpack that whole thing. That was the actual show that I said that we got comments. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> looking um, aesthetically pleasing. Devin does like yeah, sketch, improv, and he also is like our DJ for all of our shows. Oh great. He's known in streets and known musician. Yeah, no musician. Recording, yeah. recording yeah. artist. Yeah, Self produced. Yeah. Amazing recording artist. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, wow. Also a visual artist. Well, thank yeah, has yeah, picked yeah. up drawing. Also a great dresser if we're just and then uh, Janelle is our third official co-host of Master Dating. Yeah. Hey. And she's actually not com- a comedian, but she's yeah, probably the not. funniest person yeah, we all know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, and then Tyler, you know Tyler. Mm. Um, yes. And he just, he was on the podcast like a year ago, and we just brought him back to like, Catch up with close the loop on that close year. Yeah, he was in. A, he was like not in a relationship for a long time and got in a really like intense relationship and just ended it. Oh, okay. So, Good time to jump back in. Yeah, yeah. 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 Covered all those things. Yeah, really, truly. Um, but the reason I wanted to have Brittany on because uh, I think Brittany's she actually had a TED talk that she independently produced. Right? That's awesome. Um, that was super cool and it was about. I wanted you to talk about that. Okay. And uh, I want to like get into your your dating background. But before we start, we have a question we like to ask all the guests yes. mm-hmm. it's a fuck mary kill question Ooh, okay okay so um janelle or devin i think i got one. okay go for okay. it fuck mary kill uh quavo from the migos <laughs> take off from the migos or offset also from <laughs> <laughs> cheers wait before you <laughs> yeah you can have some time to think you want a drink Oh, sure, I'll take a drink. What I'll do, do a Rattler, too. That'd be great. Okay, I actually don't have any So maybe we should ask the important question of, are you familiar with the group Migos? I'm familiar with the group the Migos, but not yeah. on an individual level. Yeah. Oh, I'm not the biggest fan of Quavo, just okay. as far as his work. So he gets to live, probably. I would say right. he definitely either lives or marries in some way. Are you familiar with the song Bad and Bougie? Yes. Uh, the first verse of that is Offset. Okay. Everyone else, every, the most popular member is Quavo. He has yes. the voice of an angel. Okay. Well, with autotune, but still. <laughs> <laughs> and the most forgettable is Takeoff, unfortunately. That's why they took him off of the song. Would you say yeah, he's a good guy? Would you say his name is Takeoff? He's a great guy. His name yeah, is Takeoff. Took him off. And they took him off. Oh, yeah, it's a running joke. Yeah, that's a... Damn, that's a... I, I feel like you have been wanting to ask this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 like, I think I have one. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's definitely keep Quavo around. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And, but live is not an option, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's Quavo, uh, 
Offset. And I think take the off. fact that I can't name the other two, I think <laughs> either of them would be fine to either uh, die or. Damn. Um, yeah. I guess I could marry. I, I honestly, I feel like the terms of the marriage and whatever relationship we pick in the <laughs> fuck Mary kill situation, it has to be very on the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, who's the best to negotiate with? Does <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Quavo seem like a reasonable man? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> now, I will yeah. say this. Fun fact. Offset is engaged to Cardi B, Ooh, no. the person who sings Kodak Yellow. Damn it. Bodak Yellow. Yeah. yeah. Against your blood. <laughs> right, right. So he's probably a little more upstanding. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's more of a catch. I'll take him. Sure. Okay. I'll take him. <laughs> what about Bag Cardi? <laughs> I'll wreck that home. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Cardi. She's going to do well enough on her own. Yeah. Yeah. There. There's a lot going on. Damn. Okay. Oh, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> well, actually, uh, yeah, so Britney's a stand-up, like she said, but also um, produces a couple great shows in Chicago. Uh, Strip Joker, which is a body positivity show. Oh, that's wonderful. Which is awesome. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's super fun. It's actually got, uh, interestingly enough, I ran into one of Britney's friends in San Francisco. Yes. And she was like, yeah, um, she was talking about Strip Joker to another comic, and I was like, yeah, I'm from Chicago. Like, I know the show. But it's got, like, national acclaim because she's like, yeah, I come in oh, as well. She tells everybody. Yeah, she tells everyone yes. it was great. Um, and then you also produce spin-off stand-off, right? Yeah, spin-off stand-off, which over at Spin Chicago. Yeah, that's a so great show. That and oh, cool. Tuxedo Cat, which is over yes. at uh, Beauty Bar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, awesome. a lot of a lot of things that take up my time. Yes, so, for sure. And then you have, still have time to do the talk about your TED Talk. Yeah, so I, I came up with a TED Talk. Honestly, I wanted to try to come up with something a little bit different outside of stand-up. There's so many great creative people in Chicago that are doing such amazing alt comedy. that I was like, I, there's, I wanted to do something to be a part of that, but I don't think that way. Like, I don't think of, like, what kind of weird, like, brilliant thing they're doing. So, honestly, there was one bit I was trying to work out because I have friends that are sex workers. And I was talking to some of them, and they're just kind of like, the idea was so ridiculous that they would go on a date and men would still expect to have sex with them, even though they also do this for their work. Like normally people would pay them to do it. And it was like, they would go out with somebody that would be as mediocre as somebody that would normally pay for sex. And it was like, maybe the idea behind all of this was like, sex work is probably only illegal. So women have to fuck mediocre men for free. Damn. And that was on a slide in so her TED was, Talk. <laughs> so that's like the thesis of my TED Talk. Yeah, so awesome. I kind of talk about like the societal factors around it mm-hmm. and like how marketing kind of comes all together. The idea of like everything comes down to sex, but it's the one thing you can't buy. You can buy clothing, mm-hmm. you can buy perfume, yep. you can buy all of these other things, but the one thing you're never guaranteed is sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of the idea of taking out the middleman and wow. uh, just let it be. Is this cool. online somewhere? Yeah, yeah I, have, right. I have a link to it on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh YouTube my gosh, show. please Google it. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's super, awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. I was talking to someone about like sex work the other day and I feel like, and I don't know, Janelle, back me up if you think this is right. I think black people and brown people have a different, like, uh, perspective on sex work than other groups. Quite possibly. Because I just feel like we always have looked at it like this is a job. Like this is just a way for people who are usually in low like income communities to make money. It's just like that's what it is. It has nothing to do with anything else. Uh, yeah, you don't just like, yeah. on additional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like other people are just like, oh, this is something morally corrupt and blah blah blah. I'm yeah. like, 
There's also, I mean, for people of color, there's more stigmas to mm -hmm. the idea of sex work as well as even like the idea of having a slut walk. Like yeah. the term slut is very different for women of color than it is for mm. white women. So, and other queer people as well. So honestly, it, it's, it's very interestingly divided, but I really can't speak to mm. anyone else's experience, but mine truly, but yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your position? Oh, sex work should absolutely be legal. Yeah, that's like, what I think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I feel like any organized groups of <laughs> sex workers I've seen have largely been white sex workers. I haven't seen really? organized groups of women of color. Not to say it's not there, mm. just I haven't seen it. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because, like you said, it's a casual thing and we're just kind of like, oh, yeah. They don't feel like do. they need to necessarily have a Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I would be curious as to, I would hope that those groups would be welcoming to yeah. those other people but that's hilarious like within the, such a niche group yeah like, yeah man, fuck you yeah it's surprising i mean that's, over here i mean for real that's like different sex work you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. it's yeah, like different right. markets so like totally. how much do your blowjob cost versus whatever you're working on over <laughs> here because it's different it's very yeah different. i wonder if that's like gonna be um because obviously that like the whole thing now i feel like currently politically is like legalizing marijuana that's like at the yeah. forefront that's like the next mm -hmm. thing we're yeah. gonna do it's mm -hmm. gonna happen but i wonder when the sex talk mm -hmm. thing will come because like other countries yeah. do it yeah. you know it's just yeah. gonna be yeah. a thing but i think we're, we're obviously not there yet i mean we've regressed yeah. so many and it's kind of just like <laughs> the whole abortion talk is like yeah. if you if you uh make abortion illegal all you really do is make it harder for women of color to get them safely i think it's yeah. the same thing with sex work if yeah. you keep it illegal all you do is make it like uh, less dangerous. safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, just, you just endanger more people who can't yeah. do it in a, in a regulated kind of environment. Yeah. yeah, just like if you keep weed illegal, then yeah. you can lock Same up thing. more men or yeah. people for selling it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's also going to be a little bit of the society around it is to like mm -hmm. embrace that as a positive thing mm -hmm. as well. True. Because it's kind of also the idea of like polygyny and polyamory. Whereas the idea yeah. of like mm -hmm. having multiple husbands, it sounds really cool, but typically it's in a society where there's less women. So it's still sure. women aren't in a position of power. Mm -hmm. They're just happen to have multiple husbands yeah. because they're sharing mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So hopefully it'll be done in a cool, progressive, fun way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's go fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always a group of people you got to drag, kicking and screaming yeah. along with. So yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone will be there. <laughs> that's even something that I feel like I don't know the way I, I view racism is like racism will always kind of be around but I feel like once all the old people die off it'll be like a lot more manageable yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's very true yeah. so like, but like with sex work I feel like there are people our age who are still just like yeah. on, on the weird side oh yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. it's not a people are not a lot of people are just the moral thing like very yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that leads into like when you go into like how close do you think that's related to like like strip clubs, like being this, that, that whole industry. Sex work in strip clubs. I mean, I mean I there's probably there's some like, crossover, right? There's some I mean, similarities yeah. just in the fact yeah. that there is empowerment and like yeah. women mm -hmm. being able to control their bodies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's also like still very like niche in ways where it's like you have to have certain physical requirements to be able to be mm. a stripper. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, I feel like they do fall very much in the same category. People I think people view them together. as one, but it's completely mm -hmm. two different. Yeah, it's similarly yeah. stigmatized. Almost. Of course, like, yeah. yeah. A lot of it, I think, is related to, like, us talking about, like, sex work becoming accepted, even with our generation, is mm -hmm. just how people look at sex, not even just sex work, and, and relating it to emotion and to, like, yeah. this, this holy yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Yeah, before you got here, we were talking about... Um, 
uh, going to sex shops and buying things. Oh, yes, yeah. that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. it's kind of cool. I took a friend there to like pleasure chest for the first time. Yeah, pleasure chest. That's the one. Oh, so great. <laughs> yeah. She's never. She. I think she went to like one that was like in Michigan, like off the highway. Pleasure like, chest oh, is the like first, premium. Our shit. first one that we went to when we were eighteen and yeah, we're, like, you got your hat on. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Indie. I haven't been to one in so long because I was getting them in the mail for the no, there's so much fun. Um, I will say that's another thing, too. It's like, you know, have any of you been to Portland? No. no. Portland is the strip club capital of the United States. Really? I agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. They have the IT I was like Atlanta or something. We are going. No, strip club. Okay. But it's like crazy, too, because when I went there, I went on a date in Portland, and it was like the date, like, we were. it was going really well. We were at a bar, and he's like, you want to go to a strip club? I was like, this is normal? And they're like, oh yeah, the best bars are strip clubs. Like, oh, the God. best steakhouse in Portland is a strip club. Oh my God. <laughs> they they said that about Atlanta too, that you get yeah, the best wings. Yeah, Atlanta, yeah. You get the best wings. Yeah, there's strip like clubs. aerial, like, theater people, like, just like twerking <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the air yeah. in strip clubs. Yeah, it's amazing. cool looking. Yeah. No, like, they are truly artists. These mm-hmm. people are, like, so fit. It's insane. And, like, so great. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they also have, like, entirely vegan strip clubs. <laughs> they well, got that. They're jumping onto that train. Like, this is our Whole Foods strip club. Come yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That is yeah. so funny. Which I think made it so much easier because it's like even I was just like I don't know about going to a strip club. Like I, mm. aren't we? Aren't we having fun? But it's just yeah. it was like a better bar. Like there was entertainment. Yeah, we were that's still so talking. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's better like, music too. It was so great. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the best huh. things. It was awesome. I have a couple friends who strip. Uh, well, like one of them like formally strip, but like. I've seen them stripping. It's like no big deal. It's like you just go into the club and you're seeing your friend and they get you the hook up on drinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the best. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, that's a, we we had a tradition where we used to go to improv festivals because um, it's like, it's less frequent than stand up and we would go, we would go, oh my God. We, so yeah. end, you end up in a weird city. Some like Iowa or like some place where usually <laughs> rural or even if it's like a big city, but we would always find a strip club and go like as a group. So there's like seven or eight of us. Yeah. Um, and that's like, the, it, it is a very interesting way to get to know a little city. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does your strip club because look like? How friendly is everyone? You want to ask people like in the city, like, hey, what's like the best strip club around yeah. here? And you get like, and everyone insane. knows. Yeah. Everyone, and then where, where were we? We were in Des Moines? Which one? Yeah. Oh God. Des Moines. Yeah. We already talked about it on the pod. We won't go into too much detail, but this place where like, we kept hearing this, like the, um, the lore of the lumber yard. The lumber yard. It's all the lumber yard. So we, we pull up, it's like, it's an airplane, it's an airplane hangar. hangar. It's an, an, it's an old cool. airplane yeah. hangar. It's massive. Probably like 200,000 square feet. Awesome. <laughs> and we walk in and it's just, it's like a, they basically have a balcony that surrounds the entire like periphery and like an open floor plan in the, in the bottom. And then there's like a person in the bottom and it's like there's showers above them, like 50 feet up and there's water pouring down <laughs> on this one person who's like getting just drenched. And there's like two women who are like, clearly strippers they're walking around this guy and everyone's like chanting everyone's going crazy there's also a BYOB strip club yeah <laughs> okay when has that ever been a good idea oh, like, yeah. you can get as drunk as you want yeah. on your terms and yeah. also yeah. people naked around you and everyone in there was like it was like Weird. I feel like it was like WWE meets like Coyote Ugly like, I don't know how like, I can't tell you how perfect that intersection oh, was yeah. to me yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't want to go to this cause we were all like oh it's gonna be so fun and then we were like we're like the Nicest people right. here. Like, it's the worst, worst when you're like, hmm, I'm the good one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm the catch in here. Yeah. <laughs> and we were going to get, so we, we were like, oh, what's going on with this, like, shower thing? Like, we thought it would be, like, some cool, like, 
But really, what they started, <laughs> what they started doing was when they started, they pulled the shower, and then the two girls just start to beat the shit out of this dude, like, and everyone is going insane, and we're all like, holy shit! Like, it was like playful stripper stuff, and then it was like, is he okay? Yeah, they're like, so they're, like they're waiting for his body to get wet, and they're slapping him. So it's like it's you can hear it echoing in the Whoa. massive walls. And then we were gonna buy like we have this like like forty five year old Asian man in our group named Tom Chang. Legendary Tom. Tom, Chang. Tom, Tom Chang. Legendary and we were gonna be like, Tom, we're gonna buy you this. And he's like, absolutely like he was terrified. Uh, he was so They were like putting ice down this guy's pants yeah. and like jumping, jumping on, on it. Like, <laughs> so then we were like, Alright, so uh that was Iowa. The yeah, that's the lumberyard. So yeah, yeah. sex work, where we're we, where yeah. we going with oh. this conversation. <laughs> Never forget that. Oh my god. Yeah. That's oh fucking god. weird as shit. But that's very that's different weird. than like like somewhere like Portland or Atlanta where it's like Atlanta like business people go to lunch yeah. at strip clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I'd also like to throw that out there when we were compares comparing strip clubs to sex work. Have you guys heard of professional cuddlers? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. yes. Where it's also the idea of like, I mean, that's physical touch is yeah. a human yeah. need. Yeah. But it's like mm-hmm. if you can get that. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird thing, like where we draw the line. Yeah, thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was watching the the fight last night. Floyd Mayweather won. Spoiler alert! I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know that, right? Like, <laughs> you're a rock. Yeah. Um, but there were like these women. Uh, it was like Corona sponsored the event. Like there's women in very uh, scantily clad outfits, just being in the background. Just smiling. Just, just being, just being yeah. like half naked. Because literally the entire country is watching. Yeah. 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 I'm like, where do we draw the line with anything? Like, this is an outfit that would not be yeah. like. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> so I'm wearing to the fight tonight. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. like, yeah. America has this very weird thing about sex. And it really just comes, like, as far as, like, and it's weird to me that there are places that, like, there's strip clubs where you can't show nipple. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is weird little things that we, like, want to control, but I don't know yeah. why. It's like, it's it's people, like, being like, oh, that's where it gets immoral. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, if there's nipple, then I, yeah. my eyes will burn also, out. Ass, though. ass all day is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can see an ass. Absolutely no nipple. Yeah. No. The, the titty tape industry is banging, though. Y'all know about titty Tape. Look, so there's a (laughs) there's an electrical tape where you can like get the little X's on your shit, so you go out with no top on. But I've seen this trend. Oh yeah, but so that's like when you just gotta make it work, right? Yeah. Studs are selling titty tape. Like this is the right thing to do, and so it's like I don't know, like fancy duct tape just for you, so you go out with no shirt on. Yeah, people are literally going out to the club with just tape stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not fabric. It's just tape. Like it's summertime. It's hot. I don't want to wear no shirt. Like this is the dream. Like, (laughs) isn't it? Someone was talking about this. I think it's it's legal to walk topless in. Several co- cities in America now. I think it's like no tape. Yeah, no tape, just topless. Oh, that's you can walk like. topless. Because no. I think there was like for it's like a public indecency thing, but I think mm. that's now been turned in a few. Um, like I don't think too many people are practicing it, just because I feel like dudes would get more creepy. But yeah. <laughs> it's cool that that's becoming legal. Like that's yeah. an option yeah. you have to just yeah. be like, hey, walk out without a bra and a shirt. Yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We need that. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone like. I've seen the photos of the tape thing. I haven't seen anyone actually mm-hmm. do it, but... <laughs> I found out the problem, because, like, for the show Strip Joker, mm-hmm. that is, like, the reason why all female-identified people have to wear some sort of pasties or something mm-hmm. to cover up their areolas is because there cannot be any type of leak of milk. 
Really? That's like, it's like a health Allegedly, because it's like a really? health Like, yeah, it's like there cannot be milk coming that's out. That's insane. Even that's if it's somebody not lactating. Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, right. yeah. But yeah. see, that's one of those things where it makes you wonder is like, was that at one point a le- not legitimate, but like a someone's legitimate concern? Or is that just the, the most reasonable litigious way to stop this baby. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> the most, like, yeah. Pass That's a the law. most, like, fake white guy. Right, like, yeah. I don't know. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, you want, like, you want to leave, somehow legally stop the behavior, but there's no reasonable way to do it. So you, you have, have to come, to come, come up with something. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of things we do that. It's like an old law, like, no man can be seen without a hat. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to sell these hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah so how, in, in that show, can you, is that the... You can, like, that is, like, the stipulation, as well as, like, no bits, so any type of uh, genitals, but Caitlin Grissom, when she did our show, she painted, she got, like, a color swatch of her exact nipple color and made pasties of that. Oh, that's smart. So that was really great. That was the closest she could get to being absolutely naked, and that was the best. That was smart. Yes, I love that so much. (laughs) Um, When you, when you did our show at 7... I think you were saying you're like, yeah, I have to go. I have to get out early to go on a date. And then I remember I'd followed up. I'd followed up with you at your show when I did your show, and uh, and you're like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, um, I go yeah. on consistently yeah. terrible B- bad dates. dates. Yeah, and, and yeah, oh, no, it's a, oh, it's a huge. Well, first tell us like tell us how you identify, and then tell us about some of these dates. Uh, so I identify as a gender queer. Um, so I non-binary for the most part. Uh, I go out with all sorts of genders. I primarily go out with masculine people. And so that'll be all across the spectrum. And sometimes I do go out with some femmes. And uh, I, I guess it's interesting as far as like dates go, because before I got really into comedy that I was just kind of like, whatever, I have time to kill. Like I can do whatever I want. Yeah. So it's like, I'd go out on like, oh, I wonder if I could go on four dates this week. Let's just see. So some <laughs> of it didn't even matter of like yeah. the quality. It was just kind of like, I'm just doing this for me. I also had a system where it was like, I'd always pick a spot within two blocks of my home. I wouldn't tell them, but it's yeah. just be yeah. like, if this doesn't work, I'm going home and it's totally fine. No loss to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They always buy the first round. So I'm like not losing anything if I like have, uh, I have to wake up early or something or like, yeah, I'm going to go. Like, yeah, it's totally fine. Like it really, like the cost factor of like my time of 45 minutes to two hours of possibly meeting somebody cool. When I had nothing else going on, oh, really yeah. not a big deal. And you didn't get probably as mad about it if it didn't go well. Because <laughs> you had more time. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, fine. And there was also a point, too, because like I had friends that just like loved to hear about my bad dates. Like, so I would like collect them. Yeah. Like, it would just be like, what's the craziest thing like I could get into? Or like, yeah. what are you about? And like, see what happens. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so I had friends like I would report back to. And I was going to start a blog of trying to do like go on dates with different people of like, Hey, is everybody that has a photo of the top of the Willis Tower is terrible? Is, like, <laughs> and, like, is there like it's a pattern here? Yeah, yeah like try to make like a pattern out of it and figure it out. That's hilarious. Yeah, on behalf of science, of course. For yeah, science. yeah, yeah. 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 for research. And uh, <laughs> but then when the more I got into comedy, the more it was like, all right, now it's I could be at an open mic or I could be at a French show or something like yeah. that. This could be a waste of time. Yeah. So sometimes I would try to feel it out, but it's always weird that there is like a weird cross section of like you can't talk too long. But then you also have to talk just long enough to know that they're okay. Yeah. But then there was like some things because like one of the worst things that happened with a date that I went on after we hung out at the Seven Show is like he had a terrible voice. Yeah. That's the thing, like, yeah. That you won't know. And like it happened to me once that it was like I would like then be like, okay, for my next eight dates, I'm gonna get on the phone, phone with them call. before yeah. I Wait, go out. Let's with them. let's Good. do a, a describe terrible voice. This yeah. specific one. Like it's like too high or like. 
like they put the wrong inflection in places. <laughs> and, like, yeah. like, there's like so the way they add vowels yeah. and shit where they don't belong. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck are you talking like this for? Yeah, so, exactly. Like there's so there's like little things where it's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, Underwind. oh, not doing it. Like we're done. Like I don't care how cute you may <laughs> be. Right. Some of those things are just deal breakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, right. I can't see. No, we this. talked about this, right? Uh, a terrible laugh. That's especially a terrible laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. And Vic's like, because I make people laugh all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Funny. Yeah. You be giggling all day, girl. Laugh right away, girl. <laughs> yeah, every time now we have this thing we do. Every time we like, we make it, we're talking and like, we're having a conversation, we're in public, and someone else starts laughing, they overhear our conversation, and then we're just like, yeah, I'm funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> just look yes. at I'm a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that dude. So terrible voice. Oh, yeah, terrible voice, but also he was like, it was like really, because he could not pick up on that I was not into it. Oh, it was like, it was cool. Like, we were talking because, like, he was also, like, into professional wrestling. So it was like, oh, cool. We had a lot in common. And then, of course, like, okay. I hate it too. It's like, anytime, I don't know if it's as much of a problem for you. I feel like it is for, like, a lot of ladies. If you ever say, I do comedy, then the guys are always like, oh, yeah, I've done an open mic. Or it's like, try to relate on that yeah, level. like they try yeah. to relate, and it's like you don't understand what I mean when I say right, that. Yeah. But you saying yeah. you've done an open mic like, clearly means that you do not appreciate or understand what I actually yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. like immediate turn off. Like I went there with thirty of my friends one time. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I've had people too that it's like I'll go out with them a couple times or something. And it's like they'll just be like, so tell me about comedy, or like they're just interested in it. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, I'm not here to like tell you how to go to an open mic and yeah, like yeah. how to get into that. Like this isn't. They're like, so how do you write jokes? Like, like that. <laughs> what <laughs> are those jokes? Yeah. By the way. yeah. <laughs> so what do you you, you kind of alluded to this earlier? What do you normally seek for in a, in a person, a partner, masculine? Uh, I mean, so, it usually depends because it's like I typically go out with mostly. Uh, trans men as well as uh, anyone that's male identified for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, so I'm dating somebody right now actually, male identified cis male, and uh, it's going really well with him. I'm kind of surprised by it. I did not yeah. expect to like be dating a cis male right now, mm. but uh, you're like waiting on him to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll see what happens. Um, Me and Janelle were talking the other day about how men are garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty good so far. We'll see. He also how, tries very hard. How long has it been? Uh, probably about five or six months. Oh, wow. that's so, pretty yeah. good. That's good. It's going really, yeah. it's going well so far. Yeah, I feel like I just also spent like the last maybe like year and a half of cast deer sugar, and if you're not obsessed with it, you should be. What is called ear sugar? Uh, Deer Sugar. Deer Sugar. So Cheryl Strayed, who wrote Wild and like a few other books, and then Steve Allman, they're both like columnists and novelists but they just like look at love they're like in their like mid 40s or so and they're both in like long-term relationships but they just like are so good at talking about things they take letters from people and they examine it from all situations and it's just like so beautiful so it just like really got me deep into like how to communicate and understand where people are coming from and like i felt like a changed person after i just spent like the last year really getting into that so Mm. i think it's also helped me become less of a monster when i go on like what am i getting out of this. Yeah, <laughs> you're all yeah. like, yeah. Is it kind of like the Savage podcast? Uh, way more delicate because they've had Dan Savage come on it once, oh, yeah. but yeah. even Dan was like, I don't know if I should give advice on here because he's like, because <laughs> yeah, you're so poetic and so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm just real and like, fuck this. And yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, it's real. It's really great though. So, uh, just another thing that's really. If you cool. listen to this podcast right now, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Dear Sugar. Dear Sugar. <laughs> Have we ever given good advice on the show? <laughs> I was telling someone else today about because they asked about like the podcast, and I was like, "Yeah, there's 
a period of time there where like our group of friends would just go on the podcast to ruin our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was oh, like, it was like oh, Vic, Vic wants to say something about his relationship, but he won't say it to the person who's going to hear it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll just use the podcast as a guise for oh her to hear God. it and get mad about it. <laughs> no, no, there was a period of... That we would, was very true. We would record every week, and it was like, this was prime. We were yeah. all like... It was like, I was on it. It's like, hey, you have a secret? Get in here and tell it. <laughs> yeah. But I was in comedy in the sense where I was like, still had like free time. So uh-huh. I would like be able to go out after every show, like mm-hmm. like once a week, twice a week. So I was like, I was like living it up, and like every yeah, week we go on dates, and then That's I'd be like, yeah, let's talk about how bad this was in the podcast. <laughs> and the girl would actually listen to your it. Your fault was your own pride, because then on every date you'd be like, yo, I got a podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you should it's check it out. Like, so this poor girl's listening to the podcast about herself. <laughs> <laughs> my natural like, promotion is or she's like oh we went to the same place yeah you're right <laughs> he has a formula here like why did they just take my first letter of my name and change into some weird yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen I'm like am I easy E yeah, yeah. yeah. am I dance or yeah. oh my god yeah that's the format literally ended <laughs> easily uh, five I'd say and five like, for the better for the better yeah, yeah. Hey. cast was never a good idea yeah we used to do this thing no, we used to really. if, if one of us got in like a relationship that was like we were excited about and like hey, mine we- ended like <laughs> a week before it even started yeah. oh shit we was exposing motherfuckers Left so we'd right. have them bring their their so first other on, the, on the podcast and no. we'd and it would be cool because we would just be like, hey, how was your first date? We'd ask, like, obviously the, the host. And then, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, it was great, whatever. And I'd be like, but how was the first date from your perspective? Yeah. And then the <laughs> other person would be like, it was so interesting because then they'd learn about each other and, like, what they perceived to be, yeah. you know, this was a great moment. The other person's yeah. like, no, you sound like a dead idiot. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just smiled and nodded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Learning that much about someone early on turns out not Not good. a good idea yeah. for a relationship. Yeah. Nope. Do not <laughs> talk to your people. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I gotta do another one of those. For oh. sure. Right. You said something earlier about um, how before you were doing comedy, you had a lot of free time. Oh, yeah, so much. Does it feel, how is the dating now? I would say once I was actually like, now it's interesting too because the person mm-hmm. I'm dating is also a comic. Okay. So it actually makes it super easy that it's like we both want to go out to shows or we mm-hmm. go support each other at our shows. Yeah. And like yeah. with our open mics and stuff. So it's really great because I thought about it and I'm like, I was really torn between dating someone in comedy because I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a good idea. What if we break? Mm-hmm. Like, how's that going to handle? But I was like, I feel like if both people are mature enough, we understand this is both our spaces. Like, sure. no one gets priority here. Then it does make it a lot easier because if I was yeah. dating someone outside of comedy, then it's like, mm. oh, you come to my show, and I have to make sure that you feel comfortable and introduce you to everyone, and you have no prior relationship, so you have no idea how to jump yeah. into this. And I'm so, talking about all this inside shit, exactly. all the time. Yeah. So it makes it like really difficult for them to be as much of a, pro- a part of the mm. process. So on one hand, I'm like so far very happy about it. I think it's going mm. really well. Uh, but I'd have a hard time just imagining dating somebody outside of it at this point because this yeah, is going so well. And yeah. also, it's like there's such a fine line to me between somebody being very interested in what I do and also being like scared. It's like, do you understand enough of what I do for you to be able to mm. weigh in on that or for you to be like, tell me if you like something or didn't and how I would handle that? Because mm. it's like I've dated people that are like, oh, I'm a big comedy fan or something. And I've been like really worried about them coming to see my comedy because mm. I'm like, mm. well, if you're a big Louis C.K. fan, like you're not going to like me or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So stuff like that. But it's been a very weird process for me to figure out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We talk about that also, yeah. dating someone. Because we're like, that would be great because they would understand everything. They would understand oh, the yeah. schedule. They would understand what, like, why that's a priority all the time. And, yes. like, why you feel like it's Monday, we could be hanging out, or I could be doing this, like, terrible open mic. But I just need to. <laughs> I need yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but it's a, weird, it's a weird feeling thing. And it's hard to explain that. They can't, they can understand it, but it's, like, how long they put up with it because they like you. 
versus how long <laughs> yeah. they truly understand it. There also is yeah. kind of a fine line between someone like you were saying, like someone who really respects what you're doing or is like interested in it. Like if you come home from like the worst show of your life, you could tell someone who has never done comedy, you're like, I just had the worst show, and they're like, oh, it's okay, things get better. But if it's someone who's a comic, they're like, I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Let's mm-hmm. get high and eat ice cream or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been very nice too because like we both had like between my partner and I right now, there's like we've had conversations like, yeah, I feel like giving up. I'm like, yeah. let's just talk uh, about how yeah. bad that low feels, and it's oh, been yeah. really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I feel like we Sweet. routinely talk about, like, that would, like, dating a comic is the scariest, like, last thing you'd ever want to do. Because it's like, what happens? Like, like yeah. comics in general, are, we all know we're all weird people, so it's like, does mm. it get weirder because we're together and we both are in these weird circles and spaces and things like that? Um, so it's good that, that it sounds like it's going very well. Yeah. So far it's going really well. Yeah. I think it's also been really bizarre for me because I've actually just started opening myself up to the idea of polyamory and sure. the idea of dating multiple people, mm-hmm. which is something that... Again, the more I listen to Dear Sugar and the more I hear like, oh, all these couples that have problems and it's, I guess the way that it's been phrased to me, I'm also reading The Ethical Slut right now. Nice. But the idea is that it's like marriage before, pretty much before World War II was that, which is also why so many people have come out of the closet since World War II, is that Mm. then more men were able to support themselves as well as women have their own jobs and then it wasn't necessarily a partnership anymore. But then, before then, it really was that it was like all you would really expect was a monetary partnership and this is how you got by and if you had other extracurricular relationships that's what you did and that was it whereas now it's like you need a partner that understands you emotionally that can talk to you about work that can have mutual friends that can like be there for you sexually as well as as a, a friend too like there's so much you have to expect out of one person yeah, a ton. that's so much well, yeah. the most recent makes- episode of insecure yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't seen oh. it yet. Oh, I'm not giving any spoilers, but there's a certain character on there who is in an open relationship with their wife, uh, and he said that like they decided it was right for the polyamory was right for them because it's like it's just so hard to be so much for one person. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's a great way I can use to sell it to the other. <laughs> I'm like, I just can't give you the like, like, right. I, I don't want to put the pressure on you to yeah. provide all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to fuck out to like 200 other people. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to cut it. Yeah. 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 That's real stuff. That is interesting too. I, I mean, I think just from a philosophical standpoint of like, even if you, you have, you're open to that, but you end up only really dating one or two people, it doesn't mm-hmm. put the pressure on you to, to have them be perfect. Be yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. way more secure with like, yeah. oh, I gotta find the right, right. amazing who can do you have to find everything. Everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy stressful. Yeah. I couldn't get a bill pay, you couldn't buy the real thing. I was staying up at your place, trying to figure out the whole thing. I saw people doing things, almost gave up on the music thing. But we all so spoiled now, more life, more everything. Must have never had your phone tap, all that yapping on the phone shit. You must really love the road life, all that never coming home shit. Free smoke, free smoke, ayy. Free smoke, free smoke, ayy. Free smoke, free smoke, ayy. Don Rose toes. 